Once a year, I reread the best habits book there ever was, Atomic Habits, and always have new takeaways. I am so inspired and motivated by the way James Clear takes the concept of big goals and breaks them down into habits. We're going to be hyper-focused on our daily habits more than our long-term goals. Now, the goals are the North Star, but the daily habits are what moves the needle. So that's where we put our attention. By getting clear on what is important to us, it becomes easy to ask ourselves, what would a person like this do? So if you want to be a person who avoids distractions, ask yourself, what would a focused person do to avoid distractions right now? If you want to save money, what would a person do who wants to spend less? If you want to lose weight, what would a healthy person choose right now? It's so much easier than having these massive goals that you try to keep your eye on. Instead, decide the type of person you want to be in different aspects of your life and set up your daily habits and make decisions based on this. It's genius. We're unpacking it today. Let's go. You're listening to the How to Be Awesome at Everything podcast, where we're obsessed with life hacks that make your life more awesome. Your host, Lindsay Dickhout, is an entrepreneur and business owner, a mom and wife, and someone who wants to do things over the top at all times. This concept started as a collection of things Lindsay has learned that she was documenting to give to her kids one day, and now it's a podcast. Join us on this journey where we talk about how to be awesome at everything we do. Here's Lindsay. This is a game changer episode, my friends. I'm telling you, it really is. I've been really focused on doing things using this method for the past two weeks. And already I feel such a shift. I see more progress, but I also feel more progress and I feel more fulfilled at the end of the day, even if I haven't gotten as much done as I wanted to, which is most days, but by focusing on daily habits, daily actions that move the needle towards my goals, I just feel this sense of fulfillment and like completion at the end of the day that I didn't necessarily feel before with kind of my older method. So I'm so excited to share this with you. And I've read Atomic Habits several times. It's so interesting to me. First of all, it's a great read. I usually do, I have the book that I highlight and write notes, but um, I usually do audio versions of things just because of course it's so much easier to be moving and listening rather than actually reading. Um, but either way you do it, it is such a great book. And James Clear is such such a great writer. And like I said, there's so many takeaways from this. I've done other podcasts. Just go to howtobeawesomeateverything.com, search habits. You'll see the other podcasts I've done on habits and many of the thoughts have come. I've read many habits book, this, books. This is far and away my favorite. And I love that he also references other authors. He says, I think he's genius the way he breaks it down and he makes it so usable, but he cites lots of other experts and he says most of these ideas aren't even uniquely mine. I'm just putting them all together. So, you know, for what I think is the best plan and the best approach to habits, which I think is so genius and he'll quote other people and he brings kind of all this information together. And I think that sharing information is such a cool thing to give credit where credit is due, like what I'm doing here. 
this whole thing was inspired, like I said, many habits books I've read, but his, I think, is the most encompassing of all the strategies for really having the best habits and getting rid of habits you don't like. And so that's what I'm kind of doing here is not paraphrasing his book by any means, but sort of taking a couple concepts from the book that I think are easier than most to implement into your life that you will see the most change. One of the things that I love that he says in the book, people always say, how long does it take for a habit to stick? And people have different theories. It's 21 days, it's two months, whatever it is. And he says, the real answer is forever because you have to wake up every day and do the habit. Like, of course, after a certain period of time, it becomes easier. So say you drink, say you want to be more hydrated and drink more water. Uh, Maybe you drink so however many ounces of water with electrolytes every day. Well, soon that habit becomes easier to do than it did or easier to remember or, you know, sometimes drinking a lot of water can kind of be difficult. You're like, eh, I don't really feel like doing that. But after you do it for a while, it just becomes a habit. But you still have to always keep doing it in order for it to be an ongoing habit. So I just like that thought of, you know, because we can we can fall in and out of different things that are good or not so great for us in, in and out of good or bad habits. But I love that thinking of that it's kind of a forever game, right? We have to push away the things that don't make us feel our best and, you know, push forth things that do make us feel our best. So getting into the concepts today, two things. I absolutely love the questions that he asks. Another thing is to subscribe to his emails. He sends great emails and asks very interesting questions to kind of keep this going throughout the year. But here's the question. What would a person who is blank do right now? Or what would they do today? Or what would they do in general? So what would a person who is blank, what would a person do who is healthy? Or what would a writer do today? Maybe you're trying to write a book. So rather than having, I think that oftentimes we have these big goals and we try to create the entire roadmap for the goals. It's kind of why I'm anti-business plan. People will come to me and they'll say, well, I've been working on my business plan for a year. And I'm like, well, I have bad news for you. Your your business, once you actually get going, your business plan is going to be, you know, it's going to change a thousand times sideways within the first 10 days. So it's obsolete. So don't spend all this time planning and focusing on these big goals. Think about the immediate actions that you can do. So what would a writer do today? Well, a writer would sit down and write write for one hour or write two pages or whatever it is. Think about the things that you want, you know, write, write down the goals. But then when you're making your daily lists, and we'll kind of get into daily habits lists that I think are key with this, um, is think, ask yourself, okay, so I know I want to be a healthy person. I want to be a writer. I want to be someone who saves money instead of spends all the money that I have and, you know, lives paycheck to paycheck. Rather than saying, I want to lose 40 pounds, James gives this great example. So rather than I want to lose 40 pounds, it's I want to be the type of person who doesn't miss workouts. 
Because then we're focusing on the daily habits that move the needle rather than this big goal of 40 pounds. And oftentimes the goals that we set are arbitrary and it's very easy for us to feel let down. So say you say, I want to lose 40 pounds in six months. Well, maybe in six months you lost 20 pounds which is incredible, which is so hard and a big goal and a big accomplishment. But it's very easy because we set that arbitrary number of 40 because who knows, we saw someone else or we just calculated that's what we should lose per week to create 40 pounds. But sometimes these arbitrary goals can make us bummed. It's like an arbitrary target. We get bummed when we don't hit them. And so in this way, Goals can play with our minds. It's more of like a cut and dry success or failure type thing. Whereas if we just ask ourselves, what type of person do I want to be? And are my actions supporting this? I want to be a person who wakes up early. Are my actions supporting this? You need to go to bed at a reasonable time so that you can get enough sleep so that you can wake up early and have enough energy. It works in so many ways of life. I I just, I love it. I'm gonna give you more examples in a second. The way that I implement this is by writing down habits and I kind of play a little game with myself and I've, I've done a couple, some talked about this on podcast before, but I write down my daily habits and I change it up. Sometimes it's a.m. and then it's midday and then it's p.m. and these are the habits that I wanna do and I kind of organize them by my schedule. So it's every morning, it's move my body, it's take my supplements, you know, all the different things that you wanna do, whether it's personally or with your relationships, with your health, with your work, with starting something new, you could do it based on the time of day like that, or you could just segment out personal and professional and lay out the habits that you want to do every day. One thing in mentoring people and having the good fortune of being able to dive into people's world I realized that so many people, even these high achieving women who are making big, big money every year, still can get into this same thing that I've done myself and maybe you've done too, where we have these big things on our radar and we have it on our list, but it's such a big goal, we never chip away at it, right? You know, I'm going, I'm where it's kind of like I'm quote working on. I'm working on creating a website where you can be quote working on it for a year, but then once you actually sit down to do it, you can build a great website in a, in a weekend. So it's kind of these things that it takes these big goals out of the clouds and puts them on your daily habits list. You can also Google different habits forms. Like I've played with different forums. I love um, kind of little notepads like this where you can put your habits down and then it has every day of the week and you can check them off what days you hit those habits. Some days you'll have a busier schedule or more appointments or more commitments or you just won't feel well or you don't have as much energy. But for me, I make it realistic. I don't make it, I've made that mistake making it 
like this, you know, bigger thing where you would meet anybody, even Beyonce who maximizes her hours, you know, or, or Bezos or, or, or any of these kind of high achievers, we all have the same number of hours, right? But it can be a letdown if you put way more things than you could ever get to. So know that you're going to change them. Things will change as seasons change, but make your list and put your habits on there. So if you want to start a website, maybe it's spend one hour every single day towards the website. That's it. So it's like, I just need to block out one hour. And I'm telling you, you will make so much more progress on these big goals than having them just like up in the clouds as a big goal because it just seems like this impossible mountain to climb. And it's like when I have when I have everything in place or when I have that great idea or when I meet someone who can connect me or when I learn the thing. But if you put it on your list as a habit, it just it's like a to-do. It just needs to get done. You break down these barriers, you 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 simplify things. So it's not this scary huge concept of of creating a website. It's just I need to work one hour a day on it. Someday it may be research. Someday it may be execution. But it gets you out of your own way and makes you actually do the things that support the person you want to be. So ask yourself, what type of person do I want to be and are my actions supporting this? So that's the whole first part of this. Be like what type of person, what would the the type of person who you want to be, what would they do? First part. Second part is habits over goals. Write down your overall goals and then have your habits checklist for the day. So it's the small things you do every day. It's interesting in life. We think about the big moments or the big break, but usually the 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 littler life moments those things the habits the things you do all the time are the things that move the needle it's all the little things it's like how people will say something like you know people seem like an overnight success but really they did it for 15 hours a day for the last 3 years to quote become an overnight success so think about the things that you want to be or become Write them down and let's put them on your habits list. Maybe you're in sales or you run your own business and maybe you want to increase sales. So the action item is make 100 calls a day. Oftentimes, maybe when you look at your schedule, you say that you want to increase sales and you know the way to do it. But if you look at your schedule, maybe you're only making 10 calls a week. Well, your actions don't support the person you want to be. If you want to be the top salesperson or increase sales, the action is make the calls, make the emails, make the connections, go to the meetings. That's Those are the actions that support the person you want to be like. Other examples. Maybe your goals are optimal health or optimal fitness. Or maybe it's prioritizing the romantic relationship in your life. Or maybe your goal is to write a book or run a marathon or run 500 miles this year. Or maybe it's having close relationships with girlfriends. This could be something that you feel like you are lacking in your life, so you want to prioritize. Or maybe it's a closer relationship with your children. Then figure out what it is. And it could be multiple things. Your goals, the person you want to be. And then 
plan in the habits on the daily that support these things. It makes it so much more manageable, especially if you are in one of these phases where you feel down or you feel like you just failed or you just feel like you just can't get up, you know, like you're kind of stuck in a hole and you can't get up. It's like this nice, big, deep breath. It takes the pressure off. Just think of the person you want to be and plan in the habits to support those things. I realized last year that I had a few big goals in my ideas book, to, but to be honest, they sat there. I never made forward motion on a few of those, like not even one baby step. It was like this big goal that I was going to get to and I never did. And like I said, it's often not these huge, big life revelation moments that move the needle. It's all the little things on the daily. For example, when I owned my company, Million Dollar Tan, I decided I wanted to get my sunless tanning line into the major retailers in my space. So I decided that's the goal. So on my daily list, every single day, I reached out to the decision makers. It was on my list for probably two years. Two years. I want to get Million Dollar Tan in national retailers like Nordstrom, Sephora, Ulta, Forever 21. And then, but it wasn't until, but that seems like I would send one email and not get a response, which by the way, that email probably went to an intern or, you know, an overloaded inbox. But I would think, oh my gosh, like we take those things personally. No, it's a numbers game. Talk to someone else, ask a different way, ask a different question. All those things. Once I made the conscious decision every single day, I'm going to reach out to decision makers. I made movement in the form of a habit towards the big goal. So the goal wasn't this big, scary thing. It was a target, but that's not what we want to focus on. We want to focus on what we're going to do on the daily to support that goal. So I was relentless every day. I had a set amount of time and I was going to reach out to retailers in creative ways through LinkedIn, through DM, through their kind of traditional online portal, but I got creative with it and I just decided every day, I don't remember how much time I spent, an hour or two, every day I'm going to spend an hour or two focused, no distractions, nothing else, no text, no emails, only on emailing the decision makers. And it worked. But imagine if I would have done this for the two years that I was just sitting on this big idea, the money I could have made, the growth we could have had. In Atomic Habit, James, James Clear also talks about seasons. And I thought that this was such a, such a great thing to point out because when your seasons shift, your habits need this shift too. Like if you have kids, things change. Or if circumstances in your life change or your timing changes or your job changes. So oftentimes we need to ask ourselves, how do you perform at a high level under a new set of circumstances? Things are different now. How do we shift? And sometimes things need a restructure. And I think in doing this, we also need to think back on past habits and embrace them. So maybe there was a season for going out to bars, you know, five nights a week. Maybe, you know, you're meeting new people and that felt like the best habit for your goals. But then you reach a new season of life and maybe you're maybe you're older or more or more settled or 
you're in a relationship and that was kind of the goal in going out. And so maybe you're in a new season and you need to restructure your habits. All of this also helps figure out what are you optimizing for? Is this what you really want? Like you personally, or is this what society or other people want for you or the pressure that you feel like you should do? You should go to college so that you can prepare to have this type of career. Is that what you want or is that what other people want? I think by setting up your goals this way and your daily habits, it makes you really focus. Do I like these daily habits? Do I like the process? Do I like what I'm doing every day on the daily to support these goals? Couple more questions that James Clear asks that I highlighted and starred and flagged because I think they are brilliant and can help us all. What are my goals and will my current habits get me there? Will your current current habits, if you do them on the daily over and over and keep growing and keep adding to it, will your current habits get you there? Next question. How am I contributing to the situation that I say I don't want. So this is more for a negative habit. Am I contributing to the situation that I don't want? So maybe you've decided, I don't want to argue with people as much. I just, it's a new year, or even if you're not listening to this at the beginning of the year, it is a fresh start for me, and I don't, I just don't want to have so much conflict, right? Maybe that's your goal. But maybe you catch yourself text arguing, or being combative when you don't really need to be. Ask yourself, how am I contributing to the situation that I say I don't want? For me, if I eat after 7 p.m., I don't sleep as well. My stomach, it kind of just like feels in knots. I just know it does not work for me. So when I'm laying in bed, not feeling as well, because I just had a big snack right before I climbed in, I ask myself, How am I contributing to this situation that I say I don't want? I know my body. I know how to kind of optimize it so I feel my best. How am I contributing to this and what habits do I need to adjust? Maybe I need to eat a bigger dinner at 5 p.m. so that my last snack can be at 7 p.m. and then I'm full and fulfilled and I'm not even thinking about having something to eat at 9 or 9.30 and then feeling like crap. Just an example, personal example. The other thing to realize is that most of life is in your control. Luck and randomness can play into it. Good luck, bad luck. We can be in different circumstances. But we influence more than we often realize. I love how Gary Vee says, everything is my fault. And in some ways, that's even a stretch because a lot of times by taking that on, you're accepting things that, oh, that's kind of questionable. But it is so empowering. Everything is my fault. Like if an employee makes a mistake, somehow it's my fault. I hired that employee or I didn't train them completely or I didn't set up enough protocols in place to make sure it didn't happen. Rather than most people's instinct of blaming somebody else or other circumstances or what's not fair, you take it on, you take accountability, and you adjust. It's like a superpower because you're not blaming other people or putting you know, the power of your of your success in other people's hands. So I think just realizing that you can control so much more than you think and having 
accountability when things go right or when things go wrong is huge. And also, James, another question that James says to ask ourselves, what season am I in right now? Sometimes we outgrow seasons, sometimes we move on, and we need to realize that. And some habits could serve you for a while, and maybe this is a new season to focus on other things. So ask yourself, what season am I in right now? Last couple questions. These two go together. Listen carefully. If you're doing something else or if you are distracted, come back to me because I'm telling you, this is gold right here. Question. Do I need to spend more time researching what I need to do? Like, do I need more info? Or do I need to spend more time acting on the information I have? I love this. Love this. Think about this. Basically, it's do I need more information? Like, do I need to research more before I act? Or do I need to spend more time acting? Like I said, a lot of people will quote, be in, be preparing to build a website for two years when actually they don't need more information. There are templates, there are steps. Get in there and start taking action. Sometimes we avoid action because we think that we 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 trick ourselves into keep learning or keep researching. So I love those two questions. Think about your goals. Think about what you want. Think about the, that the daily habits that you can put into your days. And then ask yourself, do I need to spend more time learning what I need to do or do I sp- need to spend more time actually doing it with the information I have? Is the bottleneck the strategy or is the bottleneck the execution? He says the big question is not will I succeed? The question is what should I attempt? I love it. What should I attempt? This allows us to try big things because it is so easy to allow someone else to talk you out of something or allow yourself to talk you out of something before you've even given it a fair shot. So rather than thinking, will I succeed or fail at this? It's like, what should I attempt? What's the next best strategy towards my goals? Because it's very easy to talk ourselves out of anything, right? Before it's a thing, everything can seem like a bad idea before it works. I always tease my husband. I'm an eternal optimist and he's an eternal realist, we'll say. So I'll come to him with a new idea and I'm like, this is the best idea ever. And he's like, hmm, let me tell you the 15 things that could go wrong with that. And I'm like, you're probably right. And I'm going to do it anyways. Just because, listen, we're here on this planet one time. We know we know that things can be hard. We may we know we may get knocked down, but the bottom line is we could talk ourselves out of everything and then never try anything, never put ourselves out there, never write a book or start a podcast or train for a marathon or try lifting weights or try to stop smoking or try to drink more water or get eight hours of sleep or only have positive, healthy relationships in your life that fill you up. All the things Whatever your goals are, we can set up habits so that you maximize your days, that you love what you're doing on the daily, on the weekly, on the monthly, and you try not to be your own bottleneck. There, usually people will quit or talk themselves out of something 
way before evidence shows that they should stop. You know, it's like they take one little sign. Like I said, if you maybe you send one or two emails and maybe you get one or two no's and then your ego's hurt and you stop and you're like, well, that didn't work. No, it didn't. Two emails never works. Let me tell you what works. 200 emails works. You got to get up and, and, and try again. And I think in my own life, I've realized so much that having this big idea of what you want is often too, it's like too big of a monster. It's just like, rah, I don't even know when to start. Some, sometimes, sometimes something will fall into line. I'll learn the right thing. I'll meet the right person. And then I'll tackle that big goal. But one of, one of a couple things could happen. First, you may just never get to it. Those things could never align or you'll talk yourself out of it. Or maybe that thing will just like time out. Maybe you'll enter a new season of life and that opportunity is no longer on the table. All of things we don't want to do, right? We want to get out there, try new things. Listen, we're going to fall, we're going to dust off our knees and we're going to get back up because it's so much better than not getting out on the field and getting your ass kicked. I had a great conversation with someone this week within my mentoring group and talking about um, the people in her life who would think she's crazy. She's starting a new goal and she's like, oh my gosh, my husband would absolutely think I'm crazy for doing this. And it just really, it just really made me think because that's kind of what stops us, right? We'll share something with someone that we love that has the best intentions for us, of course. But because it's outside of maybe what's comfortable for them, it's very easy for them to shut down our idea and then we never do it. So I told her, I'm like, oh, girl, I hear you. My husband is so that guy. But let me tell you, I mean, not so much. My husband takes risks in his own way with business. But in general, my philosophy is if you aren't out on the field getting your ass kicked and getting back up and trying new things and putting it out there and not worried about judgment, I have no interest in your opinion about what I'm trying and what I'm doing. I'm totally going to fail, but at least I'm giving it a shot. And you got to keep failing over and over and over to reach the big goals. Like that's the thing. So we had this funny, interesting conversation where I'm like, listen, if you are not, tell him. Well, first of all, I think she's just going to do the project and then tell him once it it already works, which is my favorite thing to do. Uh, But I was like, listen, for anyone who throws you negativity, remember, if you're not out there getting your ass kicked, I I have no interest in your opinion about my project. So remember that, say it in that way or maybe a little bit of a softer way. But I really think, Thinking about your overall goals in this way and asking yourself, what would the type of person do who I want to be like? And then put your habits over your goals. Write them down so you do them on the daily. Think about your goals and think, will my current habits get me to that goal? Or if it's a habit you don't like, how am I contributing to the situation that I say I don't want? Ask yourself what season you're in right now and figure out, do you need to do more research or do you just need to take action? This whole thing is about trying big things and focusing on the person that you really want to be in many aspects of your life setting up habits on the daily, holding yourself accountable, making them making them clear so they're on a list, making 
them attainable so it's not this like massive list that you're dis- disappointed in yourself every day. Make it realistic. Make it change with the seasons as you change and set up your habits so they best support your goals. I'm telling you, this is one of the best strategies I've ever heard for habits. It's working so well for me. I feel so great doing things this way. Things feel less chaotic and more organized and more focused. And even if I only make little steps towards all the goals each day, I know that all those little steps translate into big, big strides, so much bigger strides than having this big goal sitting out there that you never take action on. Thank you so much for listening. I love this space and this community. I'm so grateful for you for listening. Um, We are really doing a lot of cool things on howtobeawesomeateverything.com. Check it out if you want more information. The show notes always have lots of good bullet points. We are really starting a very cool email list in this year um, where we want to really provide value and um, anything that informs or educates, entertains, and inspiring, we're including it in our email. So head over to the website, sign up for our emails, ping me on Instagram at Lindsay's Cloud. Let me know what you want to hear more of. Thank you so much for listening and have an awesome day. Thanks for listening to the How to Be Awesome at Everything podcast. For more info about today's episode and all past episodes, head over to howtobeawesomeateverything.com where we break it all down. Tell us what you thought of today's topic on Lindsay's Instagram at Lindsay's Cloud. Until next time, go out and be awesome because that's exactly what you are.